Bunker. It's an emergency episode. We're going to talk about the coronavirus and its potentially deadly effects on humanity. Really, could go big. Hurt you? Oh, uh, uh, burn the him! The virus is inside. <laughs> brown alert! Brown alert! <laughs> brown chose his time. I just want to take this moment at the start to thank all the customers who've bought over a thousand paper dust masks off us uh, in the last week thank you they're absolutely fucking useless and if you think they're going to save you you will die but thanks anyway you know we and if you think you're fucking sending them back in a couple of weeks when this all blows over you can fuck off guess what you've got a shitload of paper dust masks that you need to fucking sell (laughs) (laughs) we have been um, actually stockpiling purell and, and hand sanitizer and stuff like that and only sending it out to regular customers, huh. because um, when your skin's loads, up loads of people are like wanting to buy it, and we're like, oh no, because you know, you're just panic buying. Mm. We've been holding stock back to yeah. sell when it all hits the fan. That's my, capitalism. That's capitalism. My level like the prices there. Yeah. My level of scientific understanding isn't that great, or education. Nobody had to explain to me. I just knew intrinsically. Once someone told me, "Are oh, those masks?" Are useless against a virus. I thought, oh yeah, of course they are, because they're designed to keep out dust particles, which in the grand scheme of things are quite large compared to microbial yep. bacteria, which yeah. will go through the holes in that mask. Like, anyway, thanks guys. <laughs> I'm gonna get a plague doctor mask. <laughs> oh, the beak. Oh, yeah. I so want one of them. I don't know. Let's go around town with it. I'm gonna fill the end of the beak with weed. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants any masks, let me know if you want any. I don't want one of your masks, it don't work. Nothing. Well, no, it's not. It is nothing, it's literally nothing. (laughs) Well, you look, you don't look like you're not trying. No, I'm not one of them plague doctor masks. You might get beaten up. You know what I mean? So you've got to wear one. Well, what if I beat someone up and take their mask? Well, no, what I mean is they might be useless, but it might get to a point where anyone who's not wearing one's going to get turned on because they're like, spreader. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, maybe. Super spreader. There's been a super spreader. We'll get into that later. Yeah. All right, let's uh, thank some new and returning listeners. Dubai, United Arab Emirates, wow. I'm surprised you're allowed to listen to this. Makatai City in the Philippines, Brainerd, Minnesota, Toronto, Canada, Seattle, Washington, Esch, or Esch in the Netherlands. Esch, I think. Esch. Sembo in the Philippines, Lucknow in India. Uh, A lot of history in Lucknow, former... Siege in colonial times of Lucknow during the Indian Mutiny. Lucknow! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Lucknow, I tell you! <laughs> Why, white British people massacring Indians, were Jones? Yeah. No, the British were under siege. Uh, it was the Mutiny. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Faro in Portugal. Surrey Hills, Australia. Dublin, Ireland. Lexington, Kentucky. Leighton Buzzard, United Kingdom. No idea what the fuck that is. 
North Little Rock, Arkansas, Telford, our hometown, Gulf Shores, Alabama, San Pedro in the Philippines, Hornchurch in the United Kingdom, Chicago, Illinois, Shady Nasty, nowhere to be seen. They realised we were shit, finally. <laughs> <laughs> well, but more listeners in Florida, we've got lots of Florida men listening, or Florida ladies listening. They're all in jail. Do you think they let them have podcasts in American jail? I bet you've got your phone and internet. Oh, I don't know. They're pretty pretty strict in there, aren't they? I don't know. Teddy Hart, it depends where you are. Teddy Hart, the wrestler, was uh, blogging from jail the other day. So he must have had a phone and the internet. Unless he just had a... They give him so much time on a computer a day. No, mm, I don't know. I'm never going to find out. No, no, me. Anyway, thank you for listening all. Okay, so we're going to do some weird news. This will take 20 minutes, half an hour. Then we'll crack on with the main cut and thrust of today's emergency broadcast. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So, well, what's up first, Mike? An independent. Surfer fights off great white shark by punching and swearing at it. Uh-huh. Love it. A surfer survived being attacked by a great white shark in New Zealand by punching Nick Minogue, only if he's a relation to Kylie. How many can there be? Exactly. Who lives in Auckland, New Zealand, was surfing 300 metres off Panatui Beach on the Camarando Peninsula when the incident happened on Saturday morning. Mr Minogue told Radio New Zealand about the attack, saying, I felt the bang as a shark hit me, as it came up my left-hand side and hit my forearm and elbow. The shark then clamped itself onto the front of his surfboard. Mr. Minogue said, I'd heard they didn't like it, be, didn't like being punched in the eye or the nose or the head, so I went to punch it in the eye. It was the most vulnerable and soft target I could reach. He added, yelled, fuck off, as loudly <laughs> as he could. Fuck off! <laughs> his first punch missed, but he managed to land his second punch, causing the shark's eye to roll up a little. As the shark swam off, its dorsal fin brushed him. I love it. Riley Elliott, a shark expert, said the bite marks on the surfboard and his description of the shark are consistent with a great white. You know, he just punched oh, Jaws in the face. Play. It's badass. Have we had a hardest bastard of the year so far award? He's winning so far. He is winning, yeah. Last year was that guy who fought off a, a bear with his bike and a tent pole, wasn't it? Could I think, be, I can't I think he was. Didn't somebody throttle a cougar as well? No. Mm. <laughs> That was last year, I think, yeah. So this guy's winning this year's award so far. It's going to take something to beat that. It is. Fuck off, you great big bloody cunt. Fuck <laughs> off, will ya? <laughs> cost me a fucking fortune, this fucking board. It was just a board cost. About ten minutes after it, he had a fucking beer in one hand and a cigarette in the other. Chill as fuck. Yeah, probably. Good was bloody that? believe it. It was that Australian guy who got bit by a great white and then was like, he got patched up. Like, it wasn't horrifically bit, and he wasn't having that chunks taken out of him. And then he was like, I'm going for a beer. And he just fucked up to, a bar, fucked up to the bar. Good man. Yeah. Well, stay out of the water. Stay out of the water, yeah. And you won't get bit. That's what I always go for. I don't go in the sea. Fuck the sea. I don't like it, so I keep chucking plastic in it. Which you just don't like, is it? You don't it was. I'm just join the planet one monster munch packet at a just time. Just to piss Greta off. Yeah. <laughs> the ironic thing is it's coming back to you in the form of microplastic that is never going to leave your body. 
Joke's on you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and he's killing the entire human race as well. <laughs> but you've killed it. You've killed it with science. <laughs> That's my job. There. <laughs> we, we, we were riffing, we were riffing, and then, and then you brought in the fucking equations and the biology, and it all went to shit, and we were left in silence. <laughs> Science officer, Mike. Thank you very Captain, much. Captain Bringdown. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> anyway, fuck Greta. What's next? Prankster who promised girlfriend spa weekend takes her on tour of spa shops instead. <laughs> I'm willing to bet he's no single. <laughs> Let's see. For the international listener, a spa shop is like a convenience store. Yeah, there's a chain of them. They're, they're everywhere. There's one in every town at least. I think they're Welsh, aren't they? They could be. They sell hot food. I mean, it's terrible. It always gives me the shits, but it's cheap and it's there. Burgers, mm. bacon rolls in the morning. Well, yeah. Well, that's why you've got that massive tub of wipes in the van. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we're less than ten minutes in. You're obsessed with my tub of wipes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's exactly this time last episode we had the wipes conversation again. Please continue, Mike. I just assumed you had to shit somewhere. Yeah, in toilets. Of course, sure, on the road. No, no, I don't drive through the fucking back end of Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Wales. <laughs> yes, pretty remote at times. Not remote enough to have to shit in a bush, no. In over ten years of driving. Ten, twelve years, maybe, nearly twelve, maybe. I don't know, I'm confused. It's more than ten, less than twelve. Eleven. Well, as you get older, it may become more of a problem. Yeah, that's it. You may no, have to wear no. adult nappy. No, it's, very, it's very simple, mate. There are how many McDonald's are there in this town? Ooh, at least well, four, I think. Yeah. Times that for every other it. town there is. Yeah. There's always somewhere to shit. Always. McDonald's toilet time. Really my preferred choice to go to if I'm out in a. They normally give you the shit, so. <laughs> Fine. You just gotta get over the British uh, fear of walking in and not buying anything. And some fuckers, some places, if they're on a service station, you'll get a code that comes with your receipt that you have to type in to get access. To no. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, nobody's going in for a free shit in my Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first Reading Festival I went to in 99. Yeah. You didn't shit all weekend, did Five you? Five days. <laughs> and then he shit in Telford McDonald's. Yeah. Block the fucking toilets up. I did it? not block the toilets <laughs> up. But what I did on another one when I got home was I gave birth to a walking stick. <laughs> Five days. You know, weirdly, I've got over that now. When I go to a festival, I will go and have a shit now. Got over that crapping inside of my own home phobia. Well, good. It's good for you for to shit. You should well, shit. I was going to say, you're fucking. You're not six. I just always feel more comfortable at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I like my home comforts, I like porcelain, I like something to read, I keep a selection of books in the toilet. The Art of War, History of the British Army. Razzle. Razzle. <laughs> Jugs. <laughs> anyway, yeah. back to the story. A cheeky boyfriend who promised his girlfriend a spa weekend took her on a tour of nine spa shops instead. Wow. Sue Pakey, 44, imagined a weekend of pampering when David Burroughs told her they were going to a spa for Valentine's. She was shocked to discover he had a slightly less relaxing weekend in store for her 
after she turned up at a spa shop in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Burroughs, 37, was still blissfully unaware that she had been tricked when she arrived at the first shop, assuming her boyfriend was just popping in for some snacks. It was not until they pulled up outside a second spa that Miss Pakey's suspicions were aroused. Wow. She's clumbo, isn't she? She does not look happy. <laughs> she told her son, I thought, what is going on? We are not going to a spa on a spa tour, are we? It slowly dawned on her that she had been deceived and Mr Burroughs kept stopping at different spa shops in the area. Is that another picture? Oh, she does not look happy. <laughs> her boyfriend insisted on taking selfies outside each branch with pictures showing a grumpy Miss Peaky sulking in the background. I'd be sulking as well. Yeah, but she's still been out for a nice drive. Around <laughs> Birmingham, the second biggest city in the UK. Nine spa shops in two hours, wow. While Miss Pakey, 44, did eventually see the funny side of her partner's practical joke, she has vowed to have her revenge. Mr Burroughs made up for his behaviour by taking his girlfriend out for a Valentine's meal and pledging to take on a real spa weekend in the future. Sometime in the future. Yeah, <laughs> an unspecified date. <laughs> when I just could get the money together, babe. Yeah, it ain't happening, is it? No. <laughs> it would have happened that... Uh, see, yeah, anyway, fair play to him. I mean, it's a fun joke, but if you're going to say, I'm going to take you on a spa weekend, you're dicing with your relationship there, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I can understand doing that first and making her think that that's... Yeah, the then case. take her to then the spa. Then take her to the spa. You've got to judge it, haven't you? Having no backup plan. Well, he obviously knows her pretty well, and he's obviously decided she can take a joke, whereas I don't think I could get away with this in my relationship. <laughs> I think this would be a misguided... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I don't think any she relationship I've ever had I'd get away with this. She wouldn't see the funny side. She very rarely does see the funny <laughs> side of anything, really. <laughs> Which is the joy of your life. He's a shining light. <laughs> no, I'm joking. She ain't no bottom chain. She ain't no bottom chain. <laughs> well. Next up. Yeah. Horrific picture of Ronald McDonald. McDonald. Uh, do you remember, before I read the story, the McDonald's at the retail park in Telford, uh, the one near the big Tesco? Yeah. When that was, I don't know if it's still there anymore, but it used to have a bench in it that had like a giant, like one of those mm. in the picture, a giant moulded. We spoke Ronald about McDonald. this before. And we have, and his mm. arm was out across the top of the yeah, bench, yeah. so you would go and sit with it. How fucking horrible mm. was that? And I'm not even bothered by clowns, I'm just bothered by him. <laughs> Fucking creep. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what's the story? I think they've done it, ditched him a lot now, though, haven't they? You don't see him as often in the stores, yeah. the ones I've been in recently. You Trying know? to get kids to taste his special sauce. <laughs> <laughs> the police cannot find cause of demonic sounds at Colorado restaurant. Wow. Imagine you're in a fast food restaurant at 3.30am. Yes, you're probably drunk and or hungover, you hear someone screaming and making demonic sounds. Do you A, check to see if they're coming from you? <laughs> Who fucking wrote this? Paul Seaburn. <coughs> I don't know why, but the name Seaburn has just tickled me. Has <laughs> it? It just looks funny. Anyway, check if it's coming from you. Ask your Happy Meal to go on a run 
What? Ask for your happy meal and go and run like crazy. Or C, wait for the police to show up because this is the most fun you've had at 3.30am in ages. Now let's say you're an employee at the same fast food restaurant at the same ungodly hour when you hear the same ungodly scream. Get a different job, Paul. Yeah. Fucking suck. Do you A, quit and run? Fucking brackets again. I feel like I'm reading a fucking maths equation. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on, Paul? Make the new... Or B, make the new kid check it out. Or C, wait for the police to show up because this is the most funny... Oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to read it. Can we scroll? Fuck his opening paragraph. You fucked this, Paul. <laughs> Absolutely fucked it. <laughs> well, basically, there's been um, demonic sounds at McDonald's at 3.30am. Load of shit. They were, police had to go and check it out. They didn't find anything, sadly. Although, interestingly, apparently, it could be built on a Native American burial ground. Could explain it. That's it, then. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I'm going to guess it's... Child sex ring in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly. Plumbing. Well, Ronald looks pretty sort of, hey, come on in, kids. I don't like it. I don't like Ronald full stop, to be fair. Who the fuck does? Well, he's just look at him. He's a bit fucking creepy, isn't he? What's what's welcoming about like a six-foot clown? Nothing. Exactly. So, let's get into the main cut and thrust of it. The emergency broadcast, the coronavirus. On December 31st, 2019, the World Health Organization's China office heard the first reports of a previously unknown virus behind a number of pneumonia cases in Wuhan, a city in eastern China with a population of over 11 million. Now, I think the biggest city in this country, in the UK, is London, which is about 6-7 million people. Big city then? Yeah, it's a massive city. Since then, the disease formerly known as the coronavirus, but now COVID-19, has hit approximately 70,500 people in mainland China, with a further 683 cases reported in 25 other countries. Although the disease is, at the time of this recording, mostly confined to China, where each of its provinces and territories have reported infections. COVID-19 has reached as far as the US, France, Germany, Australia, Japan, Canada, South Korea, the United Arab Emirates, the UK and Finland. And Finland's pretty fucking far away from Mm. China. So at least 1,380 people at the moment have died in China, which means alleged, well, that's the, what the Chinese government is saying. I personally don't believe a fucking word of that. I don't believe any government. Any I don't believe what any government says. I especially don't believe the Chinese government. Not exactly an open government, are they? No, I the stuff on Twitter about mass graves and and bodies burning. So I don't know. You know, not good. More than they're letting on, which means that the total death toll from COVID nineteen has exceeded that of the Southern two in two thousand three. Remember that was the one that was going to kill us all. And what's the total death toll at the moment? Thirteen hundred eighty in China. Uh, no one's died from it outside of China yet. Ah, it's not much, is it? I mean, they didn't. They knocked up like six hospitals in, a, in like the space of a week, didn't yeah. they? But apparently, they're more like prisons. Like they literally, they've got like electronic locks on the door and bars and. The, well, it's, they've got a quarantine, haven't they? They've got a quarantine, but you know, don't make it look so prisony. Yeah, but when you've got a population of thousands of people that don't want to be quarantined. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean. 
I'm just looking at the. I was just seeing what's trending on Twitter with regards to the coronavirus, and that I'll try and get some live info as we record. Apparently, panic buying has kicked off in Milano. I've just been watching a video of people going insane in a supermarket, but I have a friend who lives in Milan, so uh, she could be oblivious to it all. Though, so <laughs> I might have to just warn her that there's. That, but why is everyone panic buying in Italy? What's going on there? Because there's an outbreak there. Was there? Oh dear. There's an outbreak in Iran today. Was there? Is that that's yeah. it? The oh. worst of it is that it's now started spreading from person to person, which it wasn't before. Well, shall I get into back, some background about viruses? Yeah, go on then. Hit us with some knowledge, Mike. Okay. First of all, to consider, are viruses alive or not alive? They're alive, aren't they? Well, there's seven characteristics of life. Okay, all living things must be able to, one, respond to stimuli. Right. Two, grow over time. Three, produce offspring. Four, maintain stable body temperature. Five, metabolise energy. Six, consist of one or more cells. And seven, adapt to the environment. Okay. So, according to some characteristics, viruses are not alive. Yeah. They, See, don't, they like, don't meet all seven of them. No, they meet some of them, but not all of them. But then again, there are some exceptions, like a mule yeah. can't produce offspring, but it's, it's alive, isn't it? Yeah. And rocks grow over time by accumulating minerals yeah and that's not alive is it no no rock is definitely not so alive unless it's, it's the rock Dwayne Johnson a virus consists of packaged strings of RNA or DNA wrapped in a capsule of protein right so RNA is it's like DNA but a bit more simpler I think right okay cool they can only make lifeboat people that's RNLI I think Okay, they can only make copies of themselves if they hijack the machinery of living cells. All right, so they reproduce inside yeah. the human, well, the living body, yeah? Yeah, they pretend that they're like part of the human body or whatever. They get into a cell and they hijack the cell's reproductive sort of machinery. Yeah. It produces copies of itself. It leaves that, that cell and infects the body. Further virus. So viruses this is why are terrorists. This is why Ebola was a shit virus. Because mm. it was too good at being a virus. Because you need a living host to be a virus. Yeah. And if you, like Ebola, hit a village and fuck... Can't spread. Can't nowhere spread. to go. And it, can, it so, can't go airborne, can it, Ebola? Yeah, so, Allegedly. So a good virus will be one that uh, doesn't kill its host immediately. You like influenza? I mean? Yeah. Like um, coronavirus. Mm. They the best, fixed. the ultimate, the common cold. Cold yeah. yeah. That's like the whole Kogan of fucking viruses, isn't it? Yeah. Just keeps coming back. Just won't die. They can uh, infect all types of life, including bacteria. What's well, so a virus is going to affect other bacteria? And other viruses. That's mental. I think yeah, virophages. Well, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Where did they come from? Scientists think they evolved alongside or before cells. Mm-hmm. Once they uh, hijack the host cell, it's forced to manufacture new viruses. Uh, although there are no fossil records of viruses, sometimes the genome of the virus can be integrated into, into the DNA of the host. Fucking hell. If it's in a sperm or egg cell. Wow. Passed on to the offspring, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's just like AIDS, yeah. isn't it? And apparently 8% of all human DNA originally came from viruses. Fuck, that's a big chunk. Mm. 
that it seems like we've had them from the beginning. They've grown along with us. They've yeah. come along for the ride. Hitched a ride on our coattails, the sneaky little bass. Tape fast. Yeah. So we need a new flu shot every year. And after a few hundred years, not much of the original virus exists. Yeah. And the virus life cycle, one, is contact. Two, infection and replication. Three, transmission to other hosts. Okay. So most viruses are not suited to hosts of another species. Unless they make the jump. They do. Sometimes they do, you see, yeah. Because the mutations in the virus allow it. Yeah, yeah. That's what's happened with the coronavirus. It's mutated. It's gone from bats to probably pigs to humans. Mutated. Now it's spreading. You eat an infected pig. And you've got the virus in it. And then you eat that and it's digested into you. Then all that virus has got to do is just latch onto a cell and boom, there you go. It's yep. off it trots quite happily. It's going to figure it's, it's going to Well, normally, they won't be able to because it's a different body. They're not used to it. Yeah. So they can't get into the cells and our immune system defeats them. But occasionally they mutate and then that's when they're, they're able to get into human human cells. Yeah. Do you know the film Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman? Hmm. That wasn't bad. It was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all right. The Chinese government has responded to the outbreak by placing Wuhan and nearby cities under de facto quarantine, encompassing roughly 50 million people in the Hubei province. Now, in the UK, British Airways have suspended all direct flights to China, while the US has banned foreign nationals who have recently travelled to China from entering the country. The disease appears to have originated from a Wuhan seafood market where wild animals, including marmots, birds, rabbits, bats and snakes, have been traded illegally for food. You're not supposed to eat this stuff, but hey, why not? I don't know what the food situation is like in Wuhan. You're it's poor, you'll eat, you'll eat anything, mm. What animals did you say again? Marmots, birds, rabbits, bats and snakes. All together, in the same market. Along with the seafood. But they're trading this shit illegally, they're not meant to be eating this, but... I know some people like to say, and I know I'm a hypocrite, I'm aware of that, like some people like to say, oh, what's the difference between a cow and a marmot? Like, what? You know, why, why, why do you think When you go to a supermarket, you buy the beef, it's already cut or whatever, packaged, you know what I mean? They're buying live marmots yeah. to yeah. kill at home and eat, but the marmot is next to bats. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah, spreading disease, isn't it? I get it. That's not the point. I, the point I was, it doesn't matter. I was saying, it's like when people try and make that argument of like, you know, you think it's right to eat a cow, but a horse is gross. It's because it just is different. Yeah, it's cultural, of, isn't it? Uh, I don't care what anyone says. A snake is gross. I like snakes. I like chicken isn't. Wouldn't eat one. That's what I mean. So yeah, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Doesn't sound I mean, good, does it? Oh, I'd starve. <laughs> well, they're not just eating that, but I was in there buying, they're trading this shit illegally, bartering it. I've licked the condensation off my sweatshop windows. <laughs> I live off, live off of that. Might be your only source of nutrients, and the, the, the black mould growing mm. on the window. What the fuck say? is a marmot anyway, marmite? Well, what was it? It's a monkey, isn't it, a marmot? I don't think it is, is it? I thought it was. Is it some sort of No, it's like a rodent, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, it's one of them things with a tail in it. Like yeah. an armadillo. No, no. Armadillos! <laughs> no, smooth on the inside. Crunchy on the outside. 
do you love, love me a dime bar? I right, do love it. Oh, Alright, so coronaviruses are known to jump from animals to humans, so it's thought the first people infected with the disease, a group primarily made up of stallholders from the market, contracted it from contact with these animals. Mm. So, what's it do? What's this do to you? Right, well, there are large viruses known to infect both humans and animals and cause respiratory illness that ranges from the common cold to much more serious infections. Although symptoms of coronaviruses are often mild, including runny noses, headaches, coughs and fevers in some cases, they lead to more serious respiratory tract illnesses, including pneumonia and bronchitis. So, pneumonia, you don't want that. Bronchitis is more treatable. Pneumonia is like can be fucking very hit and miss. Mm, I have bronchitis for the first five minutes of every day that I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I used to suffer with it as a child, actually, yeah. In the UK, the first two coronaviruses were confirmed on January the 31st, and by February 13th, the number of confirmed cases has risen to nine. The thing is, you got that fucking super spreader who was at some uh, alpine ski resort. Mm. He managed to spread that to like 11 people. And the worrying thing is now, the virus seems to have taken on a new thing, which we'll get to later on in more detail, where a woman in China travelled without no symptoms and managed to infect them all, and there are two of them are in hospital with oh. severe pneumonia. Why did they let her travel? No symptoms. No symptoms? She's Chinese! <laughs> Not everyone in China's infected yet. Oh, fucking place should be on lockdown. I don't care if I sound like that woman at fucking question time. <laughs> the whole fucking place should be... No, I actually kind of agree. We should light a ring of fucking nuclear fire that surrounds its entire fucking border. All right, then. Most of the shit that we buy is from China. You won't be able to get it. There would be ma the yeah, the Chinese economy well, is massive. One of them other shit will have a fucking boom, won't it, over the next <laughs> 20 years, then? <laughs> They've got the infrastructure, have they? Maybe to China at one point. We'll get there. Well, that's the thing. The well, Chinese like, maybe don't cut it off permanently. <laughs> I think it's to quarantine the people that are infected. You need to quarantine the fucking country, mate. That's, you know. Quarantine the country and use these mythical Google driverless trucks to get the shit in and out. You know, oh. actually, the, there's volunteers who are taking the food into Wuhan. In hazmat suits. No, uh, well, probably. They've probably got masks on. But this guy's like, oh, we don't know if he'll be paid, but... Got to eat, haven't they? They've got to eat, and, you know, this is, this is what a country does. It comes together when... Mm. Must be frightening. And there's crisis like this. And it is frightening. It's got to be fucking terrifying. Come there's on, a shortage China. of masks as well. There was one. Yeah. Come on, China. You could stand tall against this virus. Well, you could stand. <laughs> About five foot five. That was a racist joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that one of the ones you've been on the net? Because they're little. Yeah. Um, I got it. Yeah. It's all right. But it's disguised as. Yeah. It's okay. Being encouraging. <laughs> That we've done. Two levels, I like it. More so than the other ones you've done, anyway. Yeah. Fuck them. Nah, okay. I don't, maybe not right, light a, a ring of nuclear fire around the border, but um, I wouldn't be letting people fly to visit relatives anyway. But fuck well, I checked at the airport. Temp they checked the temperature. Yeah. Well, obviously, if Ben that. said this one woman had no symptoms and it's mutated. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Then we're in the shit. Yeah, big time. And we'll be even more on the shit when the dead start coming back to life because of the coronavirus reanimating them. What I did see, I don't know if it's true, but apparently the, the hospital in Wuhan, the, the symbol was the umbrella symbol. Oh, from, um, oh God, Resident Evil, yeah. the Umbrella Corporation. 
But instead of red, it was green, but it was the same design. The Illuminati is fucking with us at this level. Well, it's got to be, on it? Do you want to know what our government's saying? Go on, then. What's, what's, because, what's Boris well, saying? I put coronavirus into Twitter to see what the top... Is at the top what's trending? And uh, the first thing at the top was like, know the facts. Click here. So I did, and it sent me to .gov.uk, which is our government website. Latest information and advice. And the situation in the UK... The 23rd of February, a total of 6,324 people have been tested in the UK, of which 6,315 were confirmed negative and 9 positive. Yeah, that ties up what I got. These figures do not yet include the confirmed cases from the Diamond Princess cruise ship. The Department of Health and Social Care will be publishing updated data on this page every day at 2pm until further notice. Risk level. Based on the World Health Organization's declaration that this is a public health emergency of international concern, the UK chief medical officers have raised the risk to the public from low to moderate. Oh, that's comforting, in a way. This permits the government to plan for all eventualities. The risk to individuals, remain, to individuals remains low. We have been working in close collaboration with international colleagues and the World Health Organization to monitor the situation in China and around the world. Then there's advice for returning travellers, some regulations have been put into place, and that's it. Some advice for travellers. Tra Do you want to hear what it says for travellers from Wuhan? Don't come here. Just out of curiosity. <laughs> if you've travelled from Wuhan to Hubei, you fucking son of a bit. No, <laughs> province, in the last 14 days, you should immediately... Stay indoors and avoid contact with other people, as you would with the flu. Call NHS 111 to inform them of your recent travel to the area. Yes, uh, we all received that as a text message, didn't we, from my doctors? Yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. So, last little bit then. This is a summary of the action taken by our government. We have introduced advanced monitoring at airports with direct flights from China. A team of public health experts has been established in Heathrow to support anyone travelling in from China who feels unwell. These hubs will bring in rotational teams of seven clinicians working in shifts who will be on hand to support patients on arrival. This in addition to medical staff who are already permanently in place at all UK airports and the advice issued to all UK airports for people travelling to and from China. Uh, the government has issued clinical guidance for the detection and diagnosis of coronavirus and infection prevention and, in and control. The chief medical officer has issued advice via central alerting system to alert frontline staff to increase awareness on the situation and any actions to take. So Most to people, stop the spread in it. Yeah, uh, this is the last paragraph here. Most people who develop symptoms will get them after leaving the airport and so the priority is providing UK residents and travellers with the latest information to make sure they know what to do if they experience symptoms and the NHS and the PHE have an established plan to respond to someone who becomes unwell. And with airports now, I mean, it can just spread around the world. In of course it can. In, hours, can't in, it? in a way that it, any virus could never spread before. Yeah. We could be talking... I mean, the, the kill percentage of this is not that high at 0. the moment. 0.5% is it? Yeah. But it gets higher, doesn't it? They think it mutate further. It can get worse, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at the Spanish flu. Yeah, I've got a list of the top ten uh, pandemics in history. Fifty million. Yeah. Kill worldwide. What for fifty million or? Ten million in India alone, and the life expectancy in the UK dropped by seven mm. years. Wow. Here's an interesting little tidbit. 
Speaking of when I joked about cutting them off and you said, well, we buy a lot of shit from there. Uh, I don't know who this dude is or where his sources are from, but he's tweeting that uh, with the coronavirus, India is expecting a major impact on imports and exports in various industries, including pharmaceuticals, electronics, mobiles and auto parts. Goods from China worth 90.4 billion to India also account for 14.63% of the exports. Yep. Chinese make a lot of stuff. Chinese have oh, lost that's billions. why everyone's panic buying in Italy then. They've lost billions, the Chinese. Yeah, the economy's lost. just because no one's going to work. Yeah. You know. This is a system we have, and now it's going to affect everybody now. All around the world, you're going to start having knock on effects. Shit. So, yeah, that, yeah. last little thing I'll read, this is what's kicking off in Italy, because I haven't seen the fucking news today. So, uh, three people have died in Italy, and uh, the headline says from Guardian.com. Italy imposes draconian rules to stop spread of coronavirus. I think you've got to, though, haven't you? If something can be this deadly and spread this fast, you've got to just clamp down and say, you know what, it might be after sacrificing the needs of the few for the needs yeah, of the many. Yeah, but like I said, the world economy could crash again. And that's going to put, that's going to make millions of people on the fringes. They're going to be starving. Well, if you lose your job, you're only, you're only fucking a couple of paychecks away from fucking... Being homeless, aren't that's you? It. Let's face it. That's in this country. What about in India? Yeah. And people just hanging on there. That's it. Yeah. Mass starvation, mate. Mm. This is why our economy linked to fucking GDP and growth is insane. Well, it's not going to help, is it? <laughs> I mean, no. It's just the thing is the Chinese economy is is going down because people can't go to work. I love it. That inform the NHS. Stay indoors. But first, paint a massive red cross on your door and then go inside and call the NHS. I think the worst thing that's happened, though, I'm just reading here. I hope this doesn't upset you too much, guys, but Milan Fashion Week been affected. Oh, no. Giorgio Armani, whose show was scheduled for 4pm on Sunday afternoon, announced on Saturday night the guests should not come to the venue. Instead, the collection would be shown to an empty room. <laughs> oh. So the models are okay to go. Poor old Georgie. Yeah. Hang on, when he says the collection is yeah. shown... But they've done so much coke. There's no <laughs> fucking virus getting through them fucking nostrils. <laughs> There's no fucking... Nothing left in there. Ah, well. Obviously, with anything like this, conspiracy theories abound. And we're going to go through a few of them now. Other popular theories include that the virus is actually a bioweapon that's escaped from a secure lab at Wuhan Institute of Virology, citing a former Israeli intelligence officer who himself admits that there is no evidence to back such a theory. Then there's the idea that a husband and wife spy team of scientists stole the coronavirus from Canada's National Microbiology Laboratory. A virologist was suspended following a policy breach, but the report theor theorists remember being a Chinese spy or ever illicitly sending a virus to China. Many felt that the virus was somehow a cover-up or a plot, claiming that the disease was not new at all based on a variety of alleged proofs, a vaccine patent or a coronavirus. Labels on cleaning products like Clorox and Lysol claiming to be able to kill it. In both cases, theorists overlooked or didn't understand that coronavirus is a category of viruses, not a single sickness. The one spreading across the globe now is called 2019 NCOV and unfortunately can't be treated with any known vaccine or Lysol. 
Of course, not everyone is preoccupied with the disease's origins. There's also a lot of dubious and even dangerous misinformation about how to treat coronavirus or prevent getting it. These notions range from bizarre yet mundane bits of advice, like avoiding spicy food and cold foods, huh? to suggestions yeah. so awful they sound like they came straight from 4chan, like drinking bleach. I've heard of that. Oh, oh fuck you present, Some people think drinking bleach is going to kill the virus. <sighs> fuck me. And those people deserve everything that follows from drinking it, don't they, really? Yeah. This is why education is so important, for fuck's sake. Don't get your advice from 4chan Darwin. or Reddit. Go to an official source in this like us. Um, like us. Get all your medical advice from us. <laughs> I think we missed the... Um, well, we didn't read the start of this article, but it basically said that, that before we get a bit any further into this, that so they're conspiring about how it got out and then, like, the main other conspiracies are around whether it was man-made or not, mm. whether it was spread by people eating bats and things like that. Yeah. There's a lot of misinformation that's basically sort of just poorly concealed racism. And funny memes. Like, I saw one that uh, had, like, some serious, like, do's and don'ts, and at the bottom of the don'ts was don't have sex with farmyard animals. President WHO's only recommendations for coronavirus infection prevention, thoroughly cooking any animal products you consume, practicing good hygiene, and keeping a meter between yourself and anyone who appears sick. The virus may be new, but the kind of conspiracy theories and misinformation that have come to surround it are not. This falls into a pattern we see over and over again whenever there is a new disease or disaster, says Joseph Osinski or something like that author of American Conspiracy. In times of crisis, a combination of heightened emotions and lack of information combined to create the perfect petri dishes for conspiracy theories. Fearful minds. Conspiracy theories and apparently coronavirus phishing scams promote answers and explanations Promise. people desperately want. Oh, sorry. Promise answers. Promise answers and explanations people desperately want. But can't find through normal factual means. Conspiracy theories in this space of disaster and epidemic get really intense and really serious quickly, say Brian Houston, who researches disaster-related mental health and communication. It's a very specific field. It is. They are so easy to spread because these events are existential. They kill. And not in the way that cars or sharks do either. Coronavirus is scientifically more terrifying. The literature says that these things that tend to scare us the most are risks we can't observe and risks that are new and not understandable, Houston adds. That describes this new coronavirus to a T. On top of how scary the coronavirus is, the information ecosystem that its conspiracy theories have infected is ill-equipped to combat them, not in the dull, the internet is evil sort of way either. People have been receiving bad information during public health emergencies for almost as long as there have been public health emergencies. <laughs> it's not necessarily the internet's fault or pinballing that info around. If anything, there's a bit of a silver lining. The internet, indeed this very story, can help provide more accurate details. People tend to blame the internet for the conspiracy theories, but rumours spread quite easily before the internet, that fella said. Just because a conspiracy theory can travel instantaneously across the internet does not mean that anyone who sees it is going to believe in it. That doesn't mean the web is totally innocent, though. The political context online has definitely played a role in response to this disease. In US-centric parts of the internet, people have been stoking xenophobia and fear of globalism for years, and specific anti-Chinese sentiment has been rising along with tariffs on imports from the country. 
It doesn't help that the Chinese government is providing little transparency into the events unfolding and that the internet in China is largely cordoned off, either by firewall or language barrier. As a result, many of the conspiracy theories surrounding the coronavirus have been misinterpretations, willful or otherwise, of unrelatedly posted to Chinese platforms like Weibo or WeChat, which Weibo is like the Chinese YouTube, which most Americans will likely never visit, much less understand. As the misinformation about coronavirus has spread, tech companies have been trying to return the focus to the truth. Facebook has pledged to remove content spreading false claims about the virus. Twitter has issued permanent suspensions to organisations like Zero Hedge for spreading conspiracy theories and has released a new feature in affected countries that privileges authoritative information in search. TikTok has reportedly committed to removing misinformation and is encouraging users to verify information with WHO when they search for coronavirus content. Still, these measures may not be enough to state people's need for answers. Misinformation comes into the world fully formed, says Houston. Real information is slow. Trouble is, in situations like a disease outbreak that could become a global pandemic, no one wants the only advice worth giving. Wait. I guess so. So yeah, it's basically the same conspiracies that you always get, although I think there's a little bit of a difference with this one in that knowing what that lab does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't know where Ebola started. Well, that, it's still a bit dodgy with Ebola. You told me that they figured out where they come from, where they come from. Bats, didn't they? Bats. Again! Wipe them out. I hate bats. (laughs) You see, bats carry a lot of viruses, but they don't get affected by them. Why are they protected? In this country, if you found a bat in a barn and you spaffed it with a cricket bat, I think you're getting in trouble. <laughs> a bat with a cricket bat? Oh, that's almost... It's almost in, yeah, yeah. But if they're carrying, like, the next zombie plague... Which it could be. Maybe we should all... We need bats, so they're part of the ecosystem. What do they eat? Insects. Insects. Something else will step up. <laughs> it's evolution. That's it's exactly evolution, that's how it works. <laughs> evolution, baby. <laughs> we wipe out the horrible bats. I'll start getting creeped out. Because do you know that there's one that comes to our garden? I may have told you before, and I'm not scared of it. That I have to hide inside, desperately waiting for it to mm-hmm. stop flying around so I can go out for a bag. So I think it's going to fly into my head because it freaks me the fuck out. The only thinks it's cute, and we're lucky to have a bat that comes back. Yeah, bats fly past this window at night. <sighs> Shoot. Them. <laughs> and I think I'm justified in saying it now. If you can hit a bat, mate, I'm impressed. <laughs> in the dark. In the dark. Well, well, you I'd, need, goggles. I'd need night vision, yeah, as yeah. I was saying. This is a shotgun you might have to bring it down. Imagine Gaz just waiting in front of the cave. This is the dawn's coming up, just the way for the bats to come back with a shotgun and a cricket bat. <laughs> night vision goggles <laughs> yeah. on them. I'm too scared of them. They creep me out. They really creep me out. <laughs> fucking big long finger wings. <laughs> Are they fingers or are they wings? <laughs> they can't be both. Of the cave. <laughs> oh, they make me want to puke. I fucking hate bats. What about Batman? I like him, but he's not like. You know what I mean? He's not well, like again, Batman, his, is he? He's different if he was a bat. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, yeah. If he was like Six half foot bat. bat. <laughs> yeah. Then. <laughs> he wouldn't be quite as cool, would he? Well, the thing is, you're a bit like Bruce Wayne in a way, because obviously he was afraid of the bats. Well, yeah. That's his, so his fear. Of bats inspired him to strike that into that same fear into his enemies. And I'll save us from the next disease by killing all the bats. Yeah. But then I'm going to get murdered by eco 
terrorists, aren't I, Peter? I think Greta will shank you <laughs> in the kidneys with a homemade chuck. fucking shiv. Oh, don't start <laughs> I would slap the shit out of her. No, you're there. There's no way she could shiv me. You're there. No. Let me set the scene. Let me set the scene. Well, you can beat up a 16-year-old Yeah, girl. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Are you ever taking the quiz or not? What did that bitch say on question time? Facts don't care about your feelings. Is that the right way around? I have no idea. Yeah, anyway, it's just facts. I must, I don't think I'm big and hard because I could beat her up. He's saying she'd shout, shiv me. No, I was, I was going to set the scene. Like, I'd knock her oh, fucking yeah, teeth yeah. out. I was going to set the Easy. scene. Let me set the scene. Right? You're there mm-hmm. at this like massive event. Pow! Teeth come out. <laughs> Fuck. No. no. Oh, You're good. there at this right. massive event and the world is thanking you mm-hmm. for killing all the bats. They're giving you a big oh, medal right. and a big check. Oh, yeah. Right? And then, just comes running up from behind. You're the podium making your acceptance speech. Mm-hmm. She just comes running up from behind. She's broke. She's snuck in. She's only a little. Mm-hmm. And she's into the back. With what? With a homemade shiv. What's it made from? A broken Steel. bottle. No, it's mm-hmm. made from. It's, it's made from the. Uh, it's made from a spoon. It's going into your kidneys. Into your kidneys. Well, you just pick up a knife instead of fashioning a spoon into a knife. <laughs> Because she's eco-friendly, guys. Okay. Am I... What's yeah. that guy doing eco-friendly? No. Well, she's reusing, recycling. Okay, you've set the scene. Right. And I'll just say, before I tell you what was logically happened following what you've just set up, that I don't think, you know, I'm hard for what's about to happen. It's just factual information. So she's just stabbed me from behind. Yeah, repeatedly into the kidney. I should only get away with one before I turn around, innit? I'm not going to stand there going... <laughs> Something strange is happening. Man, <laughs> my kidney. Appears to be getting repeatedly stabbed. She's gonna get me once, Ben. All right, so he wants. Then I'm gonna turn. Spine. Maybe twice. Then I'm gonna turn, right? And I'm gonna look, and I'm gonna realise who it is and what's happening, right? Yeah. She's a 16-year-old girl, mate. I'm not yeah. the hardest man. In the We're pigtails. But I'm not made yeah. of glass. One absolutely swift and brutal rear elbow smash to the centre of her face. Yeah. Just imagine it. It's just gonna implode like a like a like a pumpkin. <laughs> what if she knows it's a suicide mission? No, no, so she's it. jacked herself up no. on crystal meth. No. I'll drop to the floor then and bleed out. But as I'm lying there bleeding out with my medal around me, I'll watch her <laughs> sink to the floor <laughs> and slump to her death, and I'll be fine. You're gonna kill her with a single elbow. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. It's all gonna go in. Yeah, she's gonna have bits of her nose in her brain. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'm not gonna tickle her with it. She just stabbed me, Ben. <laughs> How much force she's you... just stabbed me. Yeah, I guess so. You know that what the fuck? I don't need to generate that much force. She is made out of wokeness. <laughs> Pure wokeness. And the that anti-woke. Is as flimsy as the fucking shit it's written on. <laughs> the gaminator. <laughs> <laughs> No, not racist. No. Not racist, not homophobic. Oh, no. yeah. Just don't like woke people. Ideological fascists. Children. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck the virus. They stab me, they'll get fucking slapped silly. Slapped silly. I'm telling you. Try it, better. Try and stab me. <laughs> oh, man, what if the last thing you hear, uh, you're bleeding out? Yeah, that's what it is to you. Like, how dare you? And 
then she dies. And that's the last thing you hear. No. But that's, then I will say, I just did, bitch. <laughs> just dead. Now, look, obviously, I don't want to physically fight Greta Thunberg, but if I did, those pigtails would... You'd win, yeah. Those pigtails would be a tactical misstep on her part. They would, they would. They would become handles for knee smashes. <laughs> Actually, having long hair in any uh, combat situation is not advised. Yeah, I'd shave my head the night before the bout. <laughs> Do you think I'd become, I'd get respect on the world stage if I fought Greta in the cage? <laughs> in a cage match? To be fair, I'm a f out of shape nearly 40-something. <laughs> I'm going to get out of breath walking up the steps to the cage. She's well, young you're and You're a trainer before, aren't you? Look <sighs> who you're talking to. <laughs> anyway, come on, let's go back to the virus. So don't buy China's story, this is in the New York Post, coronavirus may have leaked from a lab. This is the one that I tend to go for if I'm going to talk about conspiracy theories rather than just a natural mutation of a virus. So, at an emergency meeting in Beijing held last Friday, Chinese leader Xi Jinping spoke about the need to contain the coronavirus and set up a system to prevent similar epidemics in the future. A national system to control biosecurity risks must be put in place to protect the people's health. Z said, because lab safety is a national security issue. Z didn't actually admit that the coronavirus now devastating large swathes of China had escaped from one of the country's bioresearch labs, but the very next day, evidence emerged suggesting that this is exactly what happened as the Chinese Ministry of Science and Technology released a new directive entitled, quote, Instructions on Strengthening Biosecurity Management in microbiology labs that handle advanced viruses like the novel coronavirus, end uh. quote. Yeah. It sure sounds like China has a problem keeping dangerous pathogens in test tubes where they belong, doesn't it? And just how many microbiology labs are there in China that handle advanced viruses like the novel coronavirus? I bet a lot. Probably, yes. And this country as well. Mate, the stuff that is being looked into besides it's illegal to considering it's illegal to use germ warfare every fucker's got it because it's it can be really cheap and simple to do yeah and if the other fucker's got it and if the other fucker's got it you want it exactly arms race isn't it and I will guarantee you I, I would I would say that I would put money on the fact that they've figured out how to get Ebola to be airborne I would guarantee you that because it is one of the most deadly viruses ever and the only thing that stops it spreading is the fact it kills you so damn quick and the only way to spread it is through bodily fluids so like by people as they tend to die from Ebola tend to vomit blood everywhere mm. and that's how it spreads you get that in you you get that in, on you you, you could be very you could what be would you do if you find yourself in Africa yeah you walk around the corner and some really old person just vomited blood in your face yeah. Well, first of all, I'd kill them. <laughs> you kill them? Yep. How would you kill them? i just punch hands. them to death, yeah. You motherfucker. i just punch them to death. Because I know I've got 24 to 48 in case I would never go to Africa. I'm a fucking stupid. Certainly not, not to a... No a bowl Africa, you giant. <laughs> made up of many, many individual countries. But I don't fancy any of them. No. I'm, I'm equally offending the entire continent. I don't fancy any of it. <laughs> None of it appeals to me. Um, well, Not because of race. I suppose maybe just the northern bit. I might go to Tunisia on holiday. 
Nah, I've got no interest in editing. It's all too hot. It's all too... I hope you get our listeners to chip in to send gas to Africa. <laughs> I wouldn't go. Let's send gas to Africa to find a hidden city with a, with a sign language speaking ch- gorilla. I wouldn't go. Fuck Africa. Fun the expedition, let's, man. Let's be in that Congo with gas. Fuck Africa. I'd go somewhere like anywhere else. <laughs> no, that's not true. It has to be somewhere with a, a climate similar to our own. Comparable, not too. Uh, so you wouldn't like go to Milan in December. Right, so it's well, just Spain in the winter, yeah. Yeah. But I went to Cyprus in October a few years back, and it was still 25, 20, what, 28 degrees That's at right. its peak. I don't mind a bit of sun. I don't mind a bit of sun, but twenty five to thirty is nice. I don't want no African sun. You don't want anything other than that. I don't want Africa. I don't want India. I could have gone. I had the opportunity to go to India. Mm. I, uh, all I had to do was pay for the flight. I could have had three weeks out there, free board, everything, but well, I don't want to. <laughs> too hot. Too hot, way too hot. And my other English friend went, and I regretted it when he came back, because he had the time of his life, like a life-changing trip, which it would have been for me too, but it's too fucking hot. It's too fucking hot. <laughs> for three weeks, guys. I've, I've got no fucking interest <coughs> in being that hot. No cultural experience. Was it in the height of summer? I, I think so, yeah, in August. Mm. I don't oh, even God, know if that is then You'd be looking at... Oof. Indian subcontinent, what, 30 to 40 degrees? Hot. No interest. Maybe a little bit hotter. Maybe hotter than that. No interest. And then you've got the humidity to take into yeah. account. Uh, no cultural experience is worth being that hot, in my opinion. <laughs> I've got a TV. <laughs> I can watch it. Get yourself a handheld fan. <laughs> yeah! Oh, and a big Have... white suit. <laughs> Ostrich feather in your yeah. pith helmet, strutting around with golden epaulets. Pay some locals to fan you, yeah. You with the, pay some street urchins to fan leaves. you. Oh, yeah, and then I steal my wallet with the other hand. <laughs> hey! <laughs> you could hire an armed guard. No, no. So, no, I've no interest in being hot. It's not a race thing, it's not a culture thing. I'm very interested in other cultures, but I like it when they come to me and I can experience them. <laughs> in a safe yeah. environment. Yeah, I'm not hot. <laughs> so it turns out that in all of China, there's only one. And this one is located in the Chinese city of Wuhan, that just happens to be the epicenter of the epidemic. That's right, China's only level four microbiology lab that is equipped to handle deadly coronaviruses called the National Biosafety Laboratory, is part of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. What's more, the People's Liberation Army top experts, the Chinese Chinese army, there's a million Chinese soldiers, this guy's the top expert in biological warfare, a Major General Chen Wei, was dispatched to Wuhan at the end of January to help with the effort to contain the outbreak. Now that, in a way, is a sensible option. This guy's your top biological warfare guy he knows all the shit so he would then he's a guy if there was a pandemic i suppose like this could be he's got right if i have to shoot everybody to fucking stop it then i will i'm going to quarantine i'm going to put this in place and that is martial law and the final resort is just basically fucking firebombing the city turn it to glass turn it to glass the nuclear destruction of said city as a last resort the ultimate last resort. It's got to be, hasn't it? In a way. The needs of the 
many outweigh the needs of the few. There you go. What's 11 million people against 7 billion? Especially Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute joke. (laughs) So according to the PLA Daily, so People's Liberation Army Daily, General Chen has been researching coronaviruses since the SARS outbreak of 2003, as well as Ebola and anthrax. This would not be her first trip, sorry, I misgendered her, to she, to the Wuhan Institute of Virology either, since it's only one of two bioweapons research labs in all of China. Does that suggest to you that the novel coronavirus, now known as SARS-CoV-2, may have escaped from that very lab and that General Chen's job is to try and put the genie back in the bottle, as it were? This is all strenuously denied. It's going to be, isn't it? (laughs) Add to this China's history of similar incidents, even the deadly SARS virus has escaped twice from the Beijing lab where it was and probably is being used in experiments. Both man-made epidemics were quickly contained, but neither would have happened at all if proper safety precautions had been taken. That's the problem, isn't it? And this is the kicker. Let me read this last paragraph. And then there's this little-known fact. Some Chinese researchers are in the habit of selling their laboratory animals to street vendors after they've experimenting on them. For fuck's sake. Instead of properly disposing of infected animals by cremation, as the law requires, they sell them on the side to make a little extra cash. Oh, get 20 quid for that. Or in some cases, a lot of extra cash. One Beijing researcher, now in jail, made a million dollars selling his monkeys and rats on the live animal market, where they eventually wound up in someone's stomach. AIDS-ridden monkeys. Jesus. Uh, wow. So, there you go. Man has done quite a few terrible things in the name of making a quick book, haven't they? He certainly have. Yeah, we've done some awesome stuff too. We've done a lot of awesome stuff. We've done a lot of bad stuff. Probably balances out in a way, maybe. Yeah. Alright. Not too bad. Fuck it, we're a virus, we need to be eradicated. Alright, Agent Smith. (laughs) Did you hear that guy on one of the most recent Joe Rogans? He was a physicist. I think he's a physicist. Uh, he was an author and Joe read some of his books that's why he had him on anyway and he was saying something about he doesn't think that aliens will have any interest in us aliens that have got the technology to observe us will have no interest in us the same way that like we've got no interest in an ant yeah what an ant's up to uh, and Joe Rogan disagreed with him and was like no man they, don't you think they'd be fascinated like these monkeys have got thermonuclear devices and like and they're this guy stuck to his guns and he was like no I don't think I think they're out there but I don't think they've got any fucking interest in us whatsoever I think we're just like so far behind them we're, we're ants I don't know man and then I think Rogan disagreed strenuously I'm with Rogan I mean if you're looking for life life is so rare in the universe we haven't come across it yet because they all might be so long. much better than us like so oh, much it. better than us of course you've come across it there's really there's the greys uh, there's None the, of them hung around, though, did they? There's a guy from, what's it called, Planet X? Do you think, all right, then, in, in this isn't spoilers, I'll do it without spoilers, but in, like, the most recent episode of the card, they go to a place called Free Cloud, which is, like, a place where the Federation's not in charge, there's no laws, it's a free-for-all. And it's oh, like, it's on like that place in Guardians of the Galaxy, that big celestial yeah, skull. Yeah, it's ri- 
nah, kind of. It's more like a bit Blade Runner, just like a seedy, gambling, right. crime-infested. Like, it's where you go to have a good time. It's like, you know, notorious shithole of the universe. But you can gamble there and buy guns and fuck, probably. I don't know. Maybe Earth's like that. Maybe all the other planets are so advanced that nothing happens there. It's boring. It's like Gene Roddenberry's wet dream. They're all so <laughs> fucking intelligent. They're like, they're like celestial beings. There's no drama ever. No war, no arguments. They don't bother speaking anymore. They communicate telepathically. Sounds bliss. No music. Boring. No music? No need to speak. They think it. Imagine it. It's all bullshit. It's boring. It's crap. It's all white. All one colour. Mm. I think they come to earth for some some rail some fucking cocaine off the arse of a hooker <laughs> and some abandoned car park in Detroit you know yeah. maybe earth's the I don't know how we got into that mm. so yeah do you think it's a possibility this did leak I do it's a massive possibility but a smell of Chernobyl haven't we communist government desperately being afraid of being embarrassed is in real danger of becoming embarrassed could be what if this thing is bigger than they're letting on I mean apparently Chernobyl only killed 30 odd people this thing could have killed a lot more than they're letting on I mean the doctor who fucking discovered it and broke it to the world died of it allegedly you can't tell me they didn't fucking get their little revenge on him and fucking make sure he fucking died I think it's the CIA. CIA? Why? I think it... I don't believe the conspiracy that it was let out maliciously. No, I think it might have escaped. I think it's escaped through just like negligence. Yeah. Plain and simple. And they're uh, way too proud culturally. Well, no country would... Even our country would lie about it. Of course it would. Our government would lie, definitely. Any government would, I think. But I think even more so China's like, no, we're not going to be embarrassed. It's like Chernobyl. Mm. Exactly like Chernobyl. Yeah. And they're not exactly the type to open up, are they? And be like, yes, the rest of the world, come help. Yeah. Give us your resources and help. I mean, I don't know. Are they accepting help? Do they need it? I don't think so at the moment. I don't know if anyone's offered to help. I mean, everyone's just kind of sort of pairing themselves, aren't they? I'm surprised. Oh, I don't think they've got UN aid, possibly. I'm surprised Donald hasn't come up with some, like... Oh, Donald? We, sh we should pour penicillin from helicopters. Uh, Donald says... Oh, God. Uh, don't worry, it'll be over by April. It'll get hotter, these things kill viruses off. He provided no scientific explanation, just that like was... an old wives' tale. Yeah. Don't worry, well, when it gets hotter, viruses die off. Thing is, though, you do get more colds in winter, don't you, than summer? I've had summer colds. I get summer colds too, but they tend to be more common, don't they, around wintertime? So yeah. maybe, mm. Donny baby, all I'm saying China is if you really need some help, Donald's got a few nukes that might come in useful. <laughs> they got their own mate, they've got yeah. a lot of their own, they don't need Donald's. Yeah. Well, hopefully it won't come to nuclear war. But you never know. Hey, these things can happen. So we've got Nazi between poop. That's capitalism. Yeah. That's capitalism. <laughs> you can't blame capitalism for this. <laughs> the Chinese are weird, though, aren't they? Because they're like, they're communist in name, but capitalism in nature. Yeah. Yeah, they're state authoritarianism, aren't they? Yeah, but you can still make a, still make a lot of money if you're a private businessman. Legends. They are very straightforward people, so I, don't, I do believe they would honestly just like, 
mass graves, burnings, shootings. Well, just like, well, we're not going to be embarrassed. No one knows what the fuck's going on here. I did read a thread on Reddit that claimed to have found evidence that uh, there were some big fires outside the city somewhere. In yeah, yeah, I read that one. Mass graves. Yeah. I mean, you don't trust anything any government says, let's face it, unless it's something really basic. But I certainly don't trust the Chinese government, the same as I wouldn't trust the Soviet government or our own government. But they don't want to be embarrassed, do they? This thing could have escaped. It could have done. Been... I think it's more likely it's just natural, but it could have done. Mate, if they're selling their fucking monkeys when they've That's finished it. It, they're fucking... Experimenting on them. Yeah, it came from the market, but we know why, don't we? Because where was the fucking market trader buying his fucking No, meat? well, I'm just saying, <laughs> it, it, you know, the animals came in contact with wild bats, spread that way. Well, maybe it did, but I... I the thing that if, if they're selling their researchers, it's the it's the only one of the two top yeah. microbiology virology labs it in the country. It could well be that, and they're making bioweapons. Plus, there's previous. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I didn't realise SARS escaped. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, no, not not the SARS that went around the world. I don't think. There's oh, there there two, two other ones that were contained. Right. But still, some fucking yeah, out of it's it. fucking and horrific, isn't it? Yeah. It's, I'm not laughing. It's not funny, but it is funny. Do you know what I mean? Like. I know it wasn't in England, but I'm just imagining, you know, imagine any workplace where p- people slack, no matter what line of work. Now it imagine is, someone <laughs> suicidal. Instead of taking a gun into work, they release yeah. a virus. Well, yeah. even worse than suicidal, just negligent and thick. They didn't oh, wash their hands well, right, right or something yeah. as simple as that. Something as, as, we, as we mentioned earlier, even really intelligent people fuck up. Yeah. yeah. I tell my boss that all the time. Then? Even geniuses like me make mistakes. There you go. Man's coronavirus joke in Moscow Metro goes wrong. He faces five years in jail. (laughs) Fucking hell. As the virus outbreak sparks concerns globally, a prankster has come under fire for imitating the symptoms of the virus as a joke while travelling on a metro and causing a public panic. The man was arrested by Russian authorities and now faces five years jail time. Fucking hell. That's a bit harsh. That is slightly harsh. They don't fuck about him. They, they don't, do they? I mean, it's quite funny imagining him. He must have been so pleased with himself when the train carriage started clearing out like a movie. Yeah. Ah! Mm. People panicking, screaming. <laughs> and then when the police came, he probably thought, oh, oh shit. this. But then as things progressed, and, sorry, what? How many years? Yeah, five oh, years in a looking, Russian prison. What? He's probably had a normal job or something. It might Hooliganism, say. five years. Wow. He was seen collapsed on the floor having a seizure as his friends announced to travellers he has the coronavirus. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Russian humour for you. It will be hilarious. Pretend <laughs> to be dying from the disease. According to the man's lawyer, he apparently pulled off a prank to raise awareness about the disease. Oh, of course oh, he's going to say that, isn't he? Of course he's going to say that. To be fair, of all the spin you could put on it, that's yeah. probably the best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be funny, you know? <laughs> make people scared, think they're going to die, you know? <laughs> that was a little bit Italian there, to the end. It's all European, isn't it? Yeah. We're all one. Co- we're all one constant, Gaz. We're not anymore. No, some of us are. Are we still European? We're just not in the European Union. You know what our um, blue passports? Like so everyone's so proud of getting back. Do I have to send in my red? No, no, it's when it expires. But they're starting to issue them from March. 
the blue passport. Oh, and the uh, best of it is, they're made by a Dutch-French company in Poland. Huh. <laughs> of course. He couldn't even give it to a British company to make. Of course, they're brilliant. Too expensive, mate. Fucking hell. It's ridiculous. Because we make the best shit. We just don't make it for ourselves. Because <laughs> we can't afford ourselves. Other people pay us to do shit. <laughs> yeah, it's true, isn't it? Really specialist, high end shit. And in most cases, but there's not enough of that, is there, to it? Uh, because we are pretty good, you know. We like to shit on ourselves. But um, we do make some fucking. Yeah, some good shit. <laughs> Land Rovers, we make them. Yeah, but it's not owned by Britain, is my it? My brother make them. That's my thing. I'm saying it doesn't benefit us. It's like all being shipped off elsewhere and whatever. But like, some people have good jobs. Mm. Well, they do. Making, yeah, yeah. making good British shit. I think personally, it's it was released accidentally. I think that uh, it's man-made and. Maybe it's the uh, NWO culling us off to creating panic to form a united world government. Now, if they did it, it would it would be like the Ebola thing, airborne. They uh, wouldn't mess about. They only kill too many of us. They, would, they wouldn't mess about. Eat your cattle. I think it was the CIA. Why the CIA? I've been watching Snowfall. It's about the the drug trade in in LA. So that is watching a drama is enough to convince you that this is a don't trust CIA. Them. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I think it's probably natural, but it could be an accidental leak. Hmm. Gaz. Yeah, I'm sticking with uh, it. was negligence. I think that's quite likely. Or or bats are evil, <laughs> and they have an ulterior motive. Because a lot of people I've found are shocked when I say I don't like bats. And tell me that they're cute, cute of all things. Some of them can be. Like dogs with wings, I've heard people say. Really? Look that far. The flying rats puppies. at the end of the day, aren't they? They only think they're gorgeous. I hate the fuckers. So, and now I know they carry all this disease. So it's not like... The reason why these labs are full of bats, let me just get this straight, is not because like bats are a good thing to catch and inject with stuff. It's because they carry a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah, and they're immune. Uh, and they carry it and they they're carry. immune to it. They've got a very good immune system to against viruses and things. So that's not safe to have flying around. What if, imagine this, okay, this, is this beyond the realms of possibility? Let's say you're having a cigarette outside, but for some reason you're near a big shard of glass that's sticking up in the sky. Right. Maybe it's just a window's broken or something. What I'm saying is, I'm well, trying to set. Well, a big shot of glass in the garden. No, just wait there. What I'm trying to set up is somehow a bat flies past it, cuts itself as it's flying past you. Bat blood mm. splats into your innocent cigarette-smoking face, into your eyeballs. You it doesn't could, have to be blood. You, it could be feces and, and urine. Oh, so it shits in your eyes yeah. as well after it bleeds on you, and you could wake up with SARS, Ebola, AIDS. Yep. Kill all the bats. <laughs> Is no one talking about this? <laughs> because it's not a viable solution. <laughs> Excuse me. You, you might form a bat resistance movement by a <laughs> mistake. They might take up arms against us. We have a human bat war. Viable in what? Of course it's a viable solution. Because if you kill all the bats, 
then all the virus will be dead. But it isn't just bats, it's other animals as well. Yeah, it's all the animals that Chinese scientists were selling. Cats, dogs, pigs. I mean, cats and dogs are domesticated, so they're not likely to have viruses that we have not encountered. I'm not going to go around killing cats and dogs, but bats. Who else did you say? We can still get the flu, I think, can't we? We have the cat. Oh, you get no. cat aids. You get cat aids. Stop sucking him off and you'll be all right. It's any pleasure I get. <laughs> what other animals have got SARS and all that? Pigs. Oh, um, kill the pigs. pigs. I'll live without bacon if Basin. it means no more no, dead I'm people. See, I'm, I'm not a humanitarian at the end of the day. I am not living without bacon. You can have that fake veggie bacon. I know, don't want it. The only way we can do it is yeah. to kill every animal on the planet. That'd work, wouldn't it? And then there'll be no more viruses that transmit from animals. No. There'll be no more animals. We've solved it! <laughs> it's fucking simple. No. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna... People are not gonna be pleased. No, basically we have, you know, we, we gas the planet, wipe out all life, come up a few years later, no, not all life, humans. We want to keep. Yeah, most well, of obviously them. we'll be underground. When we we come oh, a few years oh, later, no, once the gas. No, not gas. Well, you go for like oh, a, a Doctor Strange yeah. style cave system where you keep <laughs> fucking for like fifty years, repopulate the human race, and then emerge. I just want to reiterate, I am an animal lover. Uh, I just like to joke about spaffing things with cricket bats almost every episode. It seems I want to kill an animal. Still be Teddy. Uh, yeah, but. I do think the bats, we might have to sacrifice them if they're carrying this shit. Or stop putting them in labs and taking this stuff out of them and putting new stuff in them. It's not just that. Stop it's studying like, it. I mean, and shagging our them. animals, are like cows and pigs and that, mm. encroaching onto land which is inhabited by bats, yeah, they'll eat the fruit off the trees, shit and piss in the pig pen, pig will get bat flu, and then we'll get it off the pig. So again, I reiterate, you remove the bats from the scenario you've just described to me. But you can still no get problem. pig viruses as well. We get swine flu. But pigs don't bother me. <laughs> I don't like a micro pig. It's a pet, actually. Yeah, they haven't got finger wing things. <laughs> Chicken of the cave. No, but they've got viruses that can kill you just as quickly as bats. Okay, the people of China, please... Oh, actually, I read today that that's, that's conspiracy theory. They don't really eat that many bats. Somewhere they eat bats. In the places they do eat bats, just don't eat bats anymore. <laughs> so, seriously, don't eat... Why would you eat a bat now that you know that? But well, you can get it off a pig, so you can say don't eat a pig. Don't sell the fucking yeah, common, research animals yeah, the swine fucking market. How many people get swine flu from eating bacon? Well, I don't know the exact figure, but there was a swine flu outbreak in Mexico, wasn't there, a few years ago? Mm-hmm. Mexican swine food. Yeah, that's not from eating nice A lot more than bacon, though. This coronavirus has. Isn't that from kissing, kissing, kissing pigs? pigs. <laughs> <laughs> I got the swine flu. Why? Kissing too many pigs. <laughs> Player. <laughs> you can put the lipstick on the pig. <laughs> Still a pig. <laughs> what a pig. Um, shall I run through quickly through the uh, top ten pandemics you ever had in um, in the world? Yeah. HIV and AIDS. Death in the ten. <laughs> ten. Thirty six million dead. Uh, so far. Flu pandemic of nineteen sixty eight. Death toll one million. Influenza. Hong Kong flu. Killed fifteen percent of the population of Hong Kong. Hang on. 
I'm Kung Fluey. Oh, fantastic. 17 days you have to spread from Hong Kong to Singapore, Vietnam, uh, then the Philippines, India, Australia, Europe, and the United States. Low mortality rate, 5%, but it killed 15% of the 500,000 residents of Hong Kong. Fuck. Asian flu, 1956 to 1958. Death toll, 2 million. Uh, influenza A, H2N2 subtype. So that's, that's SARS, H2N2, isn't it? Swine, I think. Swine, yeah. One of them that was going to kill us all. Could be. Originated in China. 2 million dead. Flu panel in 1918. The big one, the Spanish flu. 20 to 50 million. That's not top. It's not top. Wow. Well, I don't think these are in order, to be fair. I was going to say. But it's just like the top 10. Mm, 50 million, that's um, Yeah. 500 million infected. 25 million deaths in the first 25 weeks alone. When was it's that? It's a million a week. 1918. Killed more than the war. Yeah, it did, yeah. Yeah, but they had... It was the dark ages then, wasn't it? What separated... It was in terms of hygiene and understanding of disease. Well, we'd only just discovered microbes, I suppose, back then. There you go, see. We'd Mm. handle it now. We'd be on it. Penicillin? We'd be on it. No, that was before the Second World War. Oh, so no penicillin? No penicillin. Yeah. See, we're better than that now. What separated this pandemic from other influenza outbreaks was the victims. Where influenza had always previously only killed juveniles and the elderly or already weakened patients, it had begun striking down hardy and completely healthy young adults while leaving children and those with weaker immune systems still alive. Man, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. The sixth cholera pandemic, 1910 to 1911, 800,000 dead. Maybe Um, that was from Middle East, North Africa, Eastern European and Russia. The meek shall inherit the earth. Yeah. If it yeah. if the people with weak immune systems. No, that's what meek used to mean back then. Oh. Does now. What did it mean? Used back to mean kind. That's not true, is it? Bible's bollocks. Imagine a heaven filled with the meat. Filled with the meek. Everyone get cold. All the food would get cold. While everyone handed each other cutlery. Just so kind. What about? <laughs> Why would the meat get cold? Well, the food would get cold, wouldn't it? Because uh, they'd all be handing out the cutlery to each other. Oh, you first. No, you first. Oh, you have these. Yeah. Fuck the league. I'd be like, shut up, you cunts. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're going to hell. Uh, well. So the flu pandemic of 1889 to 1890, a million dead. Asiatic or Russian flu. H2N2 again. Third cholera pandemic, 1852 to 1860, one million dead. The Black Death. 75 to 200 million dead. That's number one then, isn't it? It's a lot of black people. It's not actually. Oh, yeah, it is. If, if it's up to 200 million, if it's up to 200 million, then yes, but I know it was like a third of the population of Europe oh. at the time. Which is not a lot of people, let's face it. The Plague of Justinian, 541 to 542. 25 million dead, bubonic plague. In Constantinople, one of the what, the centre of the world back in the day. Uh, it was, yeah. It was killing 5,000 people per day and killed 40% of the mm. city's population. Fuck. But, to my earlier point, back then, people were like, Do you know Terence? <laughs> <laughs> I 
just can't work out how it's spreading. Yeah, but remember the constant. Uh, Give the, us a kiss. The, Back then it was the yeah. Byzantines, who were basically Romans. They were the eastern half of the Roman Empire that had survived. They'd have had aqueducts, they'd have had sanitation, they'd have had public bathing. Same well, as. They didn't know what a microbe was, though, did no, they? No, they did not, but they still had pretty good sanitary and hygiene conditions. I mean, yeah, all, most of the sewers in this country are fucking Roman. Mate, didn't somebody only work out to like, what some surgeon to wash your hands would stop spreading shit? Yeah, it did. Like 19 something. Wasn't it or eighteen? Yeah, possibly late eighteen. Uh, like yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, Romans might have been pretty advanced in some ways, but no one believed him. There's, there's no way. Yeah, and it, there's no way they, anyone <laughs> knew there was invisible shit. That, yeah. Why we all get so sick? I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> he said it's invisible germs, and they mm. said you're mental. Yeah. <laughs> As they did. Stop drinking the moonshine. <laughs> I would have told him to fuck up. It wasn't well, until you need a break. He went to different hospitals, and once he implemented the, the washing the hands. Noticed notice the down and uh, also remember spike in deaths. Everyone uh, was like, "Oh, hang on a minute, maybe he might be onto something here." And also remember the fact that they would wear the same clothes for surgery, so they're splattered with blood and pus mm. as it is, yeah. dried on, and they're performing the surgery. That doesn't help. And really. the morgue. That's why, actually, why doctors wear white coats, mm. so you know it's clean. Uh, they can any blood or anything goes on it, yeah. it's instantly visible. You don't want a load of doctors. You don't. Well, they wear hazmat suits, not uh, not white coats. Not blood splatters. Not blood splatters, white coats. Unless you're really unlucky, and it's your first day in a suit for you. And <laughs> a splash back from the anal cream pie of a dead body. Oh. <laughs> anal cream in the face. Oh. Did you see that on a doctor's coat? All I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm going to ask you to go politely. Could you change that? Change your scrubs, please, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stay one. away from the mug, you dirty <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Last one is the Antonin Plague of 165 AD. Killed 5 million people. Cause unknown. Also known as the Plague of Gammon, the Antonine Plague was an ancient pandemic that affected Asia. Plague Asian. of Gammon? Will you stop <laughs> calling me a fucking gallon? Gallon! Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Though the true cause is still unknown, it might have been smallpox or measles. It went through Asia Minor, Egypt, Greece and Italy. The unknown disease was brought back to Rome by soldiers returning from Mesopotamia around 165 AD. Unknowingly, they had spread a disease that would end up killing over 5 million people, decimating the Roman army. Wow. Fucking Romans. I don't know what my problem is with the Romans. (laughs) What they've ever done for us, eh? Wow. The roads are pretty straight, aren't they? I love a Roman road. Yeah. Got over Roman Road. Weird news. Weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So let's end on some weird news, and we've got uh, fucked up facts to finish. What's up first for this last batch? Jealous wife locks chastity device on sleeping husband's privates. And hospital has to remove it with a bandsaw. <laughs> oh! Jesus. I put a crimp in your day. It certainly does. A Ukrainian man, who was hopefully soon to be a crazy ex wife, found himself going under the circular saw after lunatic spouse, after, after said lunatic spouse, mm-hmm. affixed a chastity nut to his penis while he was sleeping. 
All you do, Gaz, woke up and uh, Leona had done that to you. Well, I'd do what he did up to the point of going to the hospital, but then when they start talking about the circular saw, I say, leave it on. I'll live with it. I'll learn to live with it. <laughs> you can't ever have sex again. Well, if that operation goes wrong, it could be a lot worse. Well, you, you trust the surgeon to be... Do you? With a bone saw? Well, I can't use bone it again. Saw. I can't use it again anyway. It's in a chastity device. So it's, it's a 50-50, isn't it? Because so it, it's stuck in the fucking thing, then... Yeah, of course you'd have the operation. You'd have the operation. Unless she's got the key and just wouldn't give it back. That's what I'm saying. Surely there's got to be a key to if it. If she wanted it on you to keep it... Right. She wanted it on you. I'd say, OK, love, I'll keep it. If it makes you happy, I'll wear it. And try and sort of out nicer. Try and just act normal. Like, OK, that's fine. You mean the sub in the, in the dom sub chastity and then, relationship. And then eventually she's going to want to have a shag, isn't she? She is. So she'll have to give you the key then. She takes it off. The second it comes off. You squirt! <laughs> the second it comes off, you bust your nut. <laughs> Could be like, what if she does to test you? And uh, you're there in your chastity thing, right? I'd figure out a way to wank in my chastity. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's going to stop me? A fucking chastity belt going to stop me from wanking? Well, that is the point of them, mate. It's well, no chastity belt's ever been designed to withhold my desire basically, to play with myself. A male chastity will prevent you from becoming erect. There is like literally, it's like a little steel cage on your dick. I would find a way. My you dick, can't get erect. I'd evolve my dick to change shape. Get <laughs> <laughs> out of the holes all weird and that. But... Yeah. So he can't physically get an erection. He can't masturbate. He can't touch it enough to masturbate. There's not enough room in that I'd cage for him to get an erection. I would develop the ability to reach... Attain climax with a perfectly flaccid penis. <laughs> Albert Fish used to do it, so why not? It must be achievable. I'll start it, to it can be if you get excited. Like a monk. After a month, in all fairness, you probably would. Maybe just stick a vibrator up your ass. She'd be like, oh yeah, I wanted that. It's the fucking least you can do considering you put a cage on me cock. You mad twat. Uh, so anyway, the um, the forty-something man whose name was not released woke <laughs> up in pain and realised something was horribly, terribly wrong when he saw the device in his penis, which was swelling. In order to get the nut, nut as in what keeps a screw in place. So this must be some kind of band that was screwed in. Metal contraption. <laughs> man, they had to use a fucking bandsaw. Oh yeah. Off his rapidly swelling member, the man was taken to the hospital. The hospital wasn't able to do anything either. However, they didn't have the tools required to get the device off. Apparently butter and a good hang-yank won't work. With no options on hand, the hospital called a Cobra, that's in quotes, rescued crew who proceeded to use a bandsaw to saw the metal nut off the man's penis in what had to be the worst ever, uh, however many minutes of his entire life by far. Sparks were literally flying off the metal nut and doctor had to pour water on the man's groin to cool it down. He shouldn't have just told the doctors to knock him, doctors to knock him and maybe didn't wake him up. Knock him out and maybe didn't wake him up. They couldn't save his penis. Oh, in Ukraine, that's 
Wow. Local um, Ukrainian news uploaded the video of the incident. Oh, um, we'll pause it and we'll watch it. That video was insane. <laughs> that video was crazy. There was sparks everywhere. <laughs> this video is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Not the ones described off air. That one right there. Where the sparks flying off that fucking thing around his dick. Yeah, fair play to the guy with the saw. What a... One slip. One millimetre. Would you take that responsibility? I wouldn't. I'm not that type of guy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Nah, nah. I ain't messing with the guy's junk. I ain't putting a bandsaw to someone no. else's junk. They've got and the surgeons pouring water over it to stop the sparks. Oh man. Um, oh. You see through like it's blurred like, but his cock is red in it. Yeah, mate. It's it not just red trying raw. to stop the sparks. The water's to warm the actual. Because as that thing's vibrating through it and cutting it. That ring around his cock is heating up to ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like burning it so they're like shit, 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 and sparks as well. But like, yeah. Oh well, it's, he's a crazy bitch. Yeah. He must have done something. He must have. No one deserves that. No. Great or maybe a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Yeah. Man <laughs> takes sexual for balls. Is hospitalised with three-day erection. Did the fucking most liberal man on the planet just say that he's he's saying that paedophiles have bandsaws in their penises? Mister, uh, chastity belts. Non-violent. Chastity belts. Chemical chastity belts. No. What? I said I ain't going there. That argument. Chemical castration. That's all right. Is it? It is for a nonce, isn't it? Come on. Yeah. Why not? I don't know what it entails. Is it just an injection? I presume so. Alright, snip, snip. Alright, go on, Mike. Next. A Mexican man underwent emergency surgery to alleviate the painful three day long erection he suffered after taking a sexual stimulant used for breeding bulls. Wow. The man, who was not named and is probably praying that he never is, was rushed to Specialist Hospital 270 in the city of Reynosa near the US Mexican border to have emergency um, boner removal surgery. <gasps> Going to the hospital, the man acquired the bull strength boner pills in Veracruz, Mexico, and took them in preparation for a sexual encounter he was planning on having with a 30 year old woman he was apparently planning to ruin. Oh, God. Is that ruin reputation wise, or ruin as in, I'm I'm just going to fucking ruin you, when you're really up for it? Ruin as in, smash the Gary shitbox out of her. Yeah, like she can't walk for a few days after ruin or... Ew. Unfortunately, there's no update on the man's condition, but hopefully he kept his penis because that was not a guarantee going into surgery. So. Ooh. That's to update us. Yeah. Chance of a follow-up article. Maybe. Or maybe not. Yeah? He might not want to tell anyone if he leaves his car. <laughs> well, no, that's true. I mean, what did he expect? This thing makes the bull cocks hard, so imagine what it's going to do to my cocks. going to uh-huh. make it real hard like a bull. <laughs> and all his blood vessels start fucking <laughs> like, expanding and then yeah. a fucking stroke. <laughs> it's interesting that he went on the third day. That's <laughs> the first two he spent masturbating or <laughs> ruining said chick. <laughs> so, wow, I haven't gone down yet. I just really got the doctor. 
I hope you at least have some Maybe fun. Maybe just one more. Yeah. <laughs> then he's, I'll go to the doctor. He's just dry coming at that point. There's, there's nothing left. <laughs> it's like Cliff Thorburn. <laughs> what could he expect? He'd been banging Diana for a while, probably. Right, okay, last one. Oh, Mad Mike. silly ways of trying to prove that the earth is flat well then one cannot help but laugh and so it's homemade <sighs> steam powered rocket mm. that leads me to give you the listener the tragic news friend of the show definitely a friend of the show friend of the globe <laughs> <laughs> daredevil mad mike hughes dead at 64 he was found Dead at home in his bed. Nah, of course he didn't. He fucking one of his stupid fucking rockets killed him, didn't he? Of course he fucking did. It's a fatal rocket crash landing. How, how, I wonder how fast... In the video, it looked pretty fast. I mean, he must have been going hundreds of miles an hour. He was hurtling to earth at lethal speed. I Completely do. out of control with no parachute. Open it, Gary. Open it. Oh... Oh, oh, oh God! Into that mountain range as well. <laughs> God dang! He ain't surviving that. No. You know what though? He's got. On Which one of his mates, who was stood there in his closest little circle, his little entourage? Yeah. Which one of them, who was the one filming, took the time? And at what point was it? Was it after they looked at the body? or When did he upload it to Twitter? Maybe <laughs> live? Was it, it was a rocket launch? Or was it a live stream? It might have been a live stream. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a live stream, yeah. Cut the fuck And then as soon as... As soon as they saw it go down, that June buggy drove off, didn't it? Immediately towards the oh crash Oh, my God. Side. Which had two rednecks in it. Yeah. And the first aid kit. And they're pretty drunk as fuck. <laughs> What the fuck were they gonna do? I mean, let's face it, he must have been drunk for God's sake. Hey, alright, we've had 12 cans, let's get on to the old rocket. There we go. Right, so he wants to prove that the Earth was flat. This was his attempt at proving the Earth was flat. It wasn't his first, was it? Well, it was not, so right. let's, uh, let's do Scroll the argument. down a little bit, Mike. Mad Mike Hughes is believed to possibly. No, he, he is dead. He's not possibly dead. That has been confirmed then. I saw the video later. <laughs> He's definitely dead. I know. He was in a tin can. <laughs> he was in a tin can then. A steam powered rocket tin can. <laughs> that he made himself. Still, very steampunk. <laughs> That'll be 
scraping him up for weeks, man. I bet there was not a lot left of him. That's a bin bag job, isn't it? Oh. A bin bag and a letter picker. One of them, oh. one of them uh, little prongs you get, you press the trigger and the prongs close, just picking up bits of shit. His lips went down through his arse. Oh, show a bit of respect, man. He's dead. Yeah, we all watched it. <laughs> I reckon his ankles went to his brain myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So, Mad Mike, he's believed to passively be dead. <laughs> After launching himself in the air with a self-made rocket that crash-landed, and it was captured on camera. Ugh. The well-known daredevil and amateur rocket engineer was doing a rocket launch Saturday in what appears to be near Barstow, California, where a reporter says... <laughs> Mike propelled himself into the air with a quote <laughs> self-made steam fan. <laughs> what do you think's gonna happen? <laughs> Would you trust your own handiwork to propel you to the edge of space? I wouldn't. <laughs> I cut corners all over the place, I'm a lazy bastard. <laughs> fucking dead. <laughs> you know what? Greatest daredevil that I lived. Evil can evil, motorbike over so many school flaming buses. Nah, this guy's a fucking kingy. <laughs> it was a self-made steam-powered rocket. And he then crash-landed into the ground. Mm. The reporter Justin Chapman adds, he very likely did not survive. Really? He tells TMZ, Mike is confirmed to be dead there on the ground as well. In the video, you see a parachute fly out of the rocket, but it doesn't appear anyone is using it. The presumption for now is that Mike might have stayed in the rocket as it ascended hundreds of feet into the air. Mike's rep, Darren Shuster, tells TMZ that he was not at the launch Saturday, but does believe his long-time client to be deceased based on what he's seen and heard. Darren says Mike was a one-of-a-kind, adding, when God made Mike, he broke the mould. The man was the real deal and lived to push mm -hmm. the edge. He, he wouldn't have gone out any other way. No. <laughs> we can all see it. R.I.P.D. Mad Mike. <laughs> I hope the last thing he saw was the curvature of the earth. <laughs> hang on, hang on. For Saturday's experiments, Mike is said to have been attempting to get as close to space from Earth as possible, otherwise known as the Kármán line, about 62 miles above Earth's surface, without the use of advanced tech you might find <laughs> at NASA or SpaceX. <laughs> Much more tragic, Mike seemed pretty stoked for the launch this weekend. <laughs> he posted a video describing his rocket, where it would go down and what he was aiming to achieve. By the way, he was a big flat earth believer and a duck was even made about him trying to prove it. We've reached out to the San, San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department for comment. So far, no word back. However, we were told by a dispatcher at the Victor Valley Sheriff's Station that a call for service had been placed Saturday out of Barstow, the nature of which is unclear. Mike was 64. Rest in peace. R.I.P.D. Man Mike. Sorry I laughed so much at <laughs> watching the video of you die, but 
It was more your friends that made it comical. It wasn't. It was. Oh god, dang. Yeah, and the fact that we all called this the first time we it's talked about you. <laughs> Back in episode show. five, I think, Flat Earth. Oh, man. I don't know if Mike had a family or not, but... I presume he did. R.I.P.D. All right. Fucked up facts. Yeah. See you, Mike. You're mad I bastard. salute you, you absolutely <laughs> mad bastard. <laughs> yeah, your cause may have been... Hilarious to us. He took his Whitey Coyote cosplay a bit too he far. He certainly fucking did. I hope, I hope he drank acting me on the he rocket. He held out a little sign on the way down. Oops. Meet <laughs> <laughs> me. <laughs> he basically oh. built a fucking acting rocket yeah, and yeah. started it. He did. Fucking brilliant. Uh, well, it's not fucking brilliant. It's well, he's in the Darwin Awards anyway. He's, he's, he's contender this year. He certainly fucking deserves it. Christ. So let's uh, finish on some fucked up facts. Jingle, please. Facts, facts, fucked Fact up, up facts. <laughs> you scroll about five miles a year. Scroll? As in on the, on the mouse? On the phone or on the mouse. Wow. Or social five media, miles. five miles a year. I bet I do seven the average of them. <laughs> oh, I do nine. Uh, oh, well. It's good for my fingers. Maybe a carpal tunnel syndrome. There is a floating cat sanctuary in Amsterdam called the Poosenboot. Oh, lovely. The Poosenboot. Or Posen. I like cats, but that sounds hipster as fuck. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Floating cat island in Amsterdam. <laughs> You know there's some, you know there's a fucking cafe on there that sells weed. And everything I say oh. will upset everyone. <laughs> Dinosaur, get the out of here. Now I just think now you you, got this, you get the barge over this floating on in the morning. You spend all day smoking weed, surrounded by affectionate kitties, mm. fussing them and they have some food, and mm. you know yeah, that'd be nice actually. I've just got paranoid in a house full of cats. I thought the cats were trying to eat me. <laughs> Maybe not the place for you then. Very. Very. Yeah. Not the place for you. I just what? done a bucket for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a foreign house with people I didn't really know. Foreigners? No, <laughs> it woke, not is a it? foreign house that wasn't my house. Ah, uh, uh, where were you? I forget now. Rosalie? Sun Hill, maybe. What's Sun Hill? Oh, that's a dodgy part of town. So Mike was having a panic attack because he was in a foreigner's house. Yeah. In a foreign house. <laughs> <laughs> and there were loads of cats, I thought they were trying to eat me. Love that movie. <laughs> they were circling me. They were circling me. In the comics he survived that attack. Oh. Well. Excellent. So, next fact. In the 1960s, a NASA-funded project gave dolphins LSD to would enable them to communicate verbally with humans. It did not. <laughs> it didn't, but I bet it was fun. Dude, why did you give me LSD? <laughs> Dude, I want more fish. <laughs> just uh, I'm having a really bad time. <laughs> oh, the water! <laughs> it's closing it on I've me. I've forgotten how to swim. <laughs> 
big. They also wank them up, though, don't they? I think, uh, yeah, they, they probably do. I don't know. I, I've heard that. Because the uh, same with uh, any animal. Apparently dog handlers have to do the same. Oh. Sticking on the dolphin theme. Last month, Military.com published reports that Iran had a squad of communist killer dolphins. Why not? Why communist not? Dolphins. How good? Dolphins Can you indoctrinate a dolphin to communism? <laughs> they look like commies. Look, if them little, if them little fur hats on with the red star. <laughs> well, well, then they definitely look like commies. They don't have to slave all day to make money for some fat cat sitting in his eye. Yeah, tower. exactly. They're commies, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the little forty sevens as well. They can. I don't think got flippers. They can't. They think they're all clever till they get caught in a fishing net, aren't they? <laughs> Well, yeah, they are. Or one of my Tragic plastic, though. One of my plastic rings stuck around his face that I keep throwing into the ocean. <laughs> you fucking cunt. <laughs> oh, well, next one, Mike. When I write on it, fuck you, Greta. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, audience. I would never beat up a 16-year-old girl unless she was trying to stab me, like in the scenario. And also, I don't litter. What if you're at the podium and she's like at the back, back, back balcony with a 50 cal sniper rifle and just takes your head off? Well, she's what a bitch way to do things. She used to face me like an activist. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Stop trying to bait me into describing how I'd beat up a child. <laughs> Are you taking the online quiz about how many toddlers you could beat up for you were taken down? No, I haven't. No, I do 82. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Okay. Sounds scientific. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Fact. Home, this ties in with the, uh, the topic today. Homes in London neighbourhoods hit by cholera 160 years ago still sell at a discount today. Wow. Hey. That's a lot of homes. I'm never going to buy a house in London, so... No, nah, this doesn't affect us. Yeah. More than half of American adults still have their childhood teddy bear. Wow. Uh, and a massive collection of automatic weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and they wonder why they got front Oh, well, that's an abuse thing straight away, isn't it? They can fight the teddy, the teddy oh. stays with them. What should we do, Ted? Kill them all. Kill them all. Okay, Ted. I'll get an AR-15 with a bum stock and a 600 round laughing at you, man. Billy. They're all laughing, Billy. <laughs> We'll stop them laughing, Billy. We'll stop them laughing. Oof, that's got dark. <laughs> the yeah. second biggest festival of the year in Nepal contains a day dedicated to celebrating how great dogs are. I love it. That's fantastic. Dogs are life. People offer them extra treats and drink them in garlands. Oh. Certainly better than that one in the other country where they eat them. Yeah. The festival. Yeah. That's nice. Dogs are life. Dogs are awesome. They are. And cats too, I'm sure. Never had a cat in them. Animals are awesome, except bats. <laughs> Mice, bats. Again with you, bat. Again with the bats. And Where did the bat touch you, guys? Uh, Where did the bat touch you? Right in between my ball bag and the anus. Oh, the twerned. <laughs> twerned. Well, listen. Yeah. Oh, I completely lost my train of thought there. <laughs> Do you know why it's called a twerned? I don't know. Because if it twerned there, you got to fall out. Mm. Somebody let Ben's dad in. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. 
Well, they worked. Yep. Whales and dolphins have regional dialects. Yeah. Cool. I like meat. <laughs> Women who are disgusted by the idea of lice and fleas are less likely to find bearded men attractive. That's you gone. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. With the beard, isn't it like there's a lot of fecal matter on your beard? Yeah, probably. A fecal matter? I'm yeah. I'm not eating shit. <laughs> are you, Mike? Are you? Times are tough, but then I've <laughs> shit sandwiches. No, apparently, it's like it's like. Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Blue passport. A shit sandwich. It's a huge shit sandwich, oh. and we're all gonna take a bite. Nah, we'll be fine. I'm gonna all take. Right. A, I'm gonna take redundancy as soon as I can. That's my plan. Is that wise? Yep. Is Don't he? care. I hate my job that much. Okay. But you'll have to get another one though. Yeah. That's a different place that you'll hate in different ways. Yeah, but I just. Yeah, maybe it'll be fun for a bit. I've been 18 years in the same place. Your management now? Yeah, but it's... You're on the corporate ladder. Yeah. The cigarette licking spit. I ain't going to get to... Uh, I'm looking at the council now. He's not super shy. Come on, to be a man. Don't your eggs in that. That's what he wants. Yeah, yeah, don't pull your eggs in that basket. I had an email through from him today. Um, About an interview. Told you to fuck off. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a co-op interview. Or it might go to an election. But if it goes to an election, I, I can't stand I'm a member of party for six months. But if it goes to the interviews and they select someone, still in with a chance. I have to send them a thing back about asking what I did in the last election and uh, various other Not stuff. Not on six doors. Not on loads of doors. <laughs> At least 24. Threaten somebody with violence on Twitter that's being banned for life. <laughs> Insulted anyone who thought differently from me, and then voted Tory. Yeah, I'm oh, sure that's right harsh. In. I'm sure you'll fit right in. The people's partition. What people? The people. Working class lad. Working class party. I'm sold. I'm in. Just vote for me. You're not woke enough to. To survive in the Wouldn't I be awesome in Parliament, though? Calling someone a cunt. To survive in the modern Labour Party, you could not win. Could you name for me uh, all the genders? No. You've already failed. <laughs> <laughs> Male and female. Oh! Did that for effect. Did that for effect. Ooh, are you a secret conservative, Ben? Ooh, sound a little bit goose-steppy over there. Did that for Ooh, a fact. Only two genders, you know what what I, I don't believe there are any genders. I believe we're all gender-fluid. Oh, I'd just say... That would be a good answer, wouldn't it? It would be the perfect answer. There you but go. I'm, for about 2% of the... It would be the perfect answer to get in with the Labour Party at the moment, but like mm. 70% of the rest of the country would go, oh, fuck off. You know what I'd say, guys? I'd just go, well, you know what? Whatever you want to do, I don't care. Doesn't affect me. I don't give a fuck. Next question. It doesn't affect me. No skin off my fucking nose, is it? Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you do. Doesn't affect me. What you fucking do? As long as no one's getting hurt. As long as no one's getting hurt against their will. I don't care what anyone fucking does. You guys. Not breaking the law. Leave the f bombs out. Does it? Do what you want to do. I don't care. You want to be? Do you want to be? 
pansexual and have sex with light bulb sockets, do what you want. Like, I don't care, it doesn't affect me. I'm not doing it, I'm not having to watch you do it. Mate, do you promise me you'll help with these speeches? <laughs> I'm not getting involved. <laughs> you are? You're my speechwriter. You've clarified this. You can't let him speak for himself, for <laughs> fucking God's sake. You could actually get him elected, maybe, if you wrote everything down for him. And then, <laughs> and then just leave him to dry once he's in position, leave him to drown. Like. I couldn't trust him fucking up, though. What was wrong with that answer? Who gives a fuck about There was loads you're running about having sex with light bulbs and all this. That's you know, you're not going to get in. They're not going to print. Well, well they will print it in the paper. Well, I am a bit drunk. I wouldn't say that, obviously. I'm more statesman like. I'm obviously a bit drunk. I'm drinking Senorita Beta. San Miguel. None of this scans well, Ben, when it's printed tomorrow in the paper. I'm drinking Senorita Beta. That's a racial slur. Not really, the, the, this nickname for Sarah's wife is Spanish. Well, I hope they never listen to any of this podcast. <laughs> it's oh. one big racial slur. Well, what I always say to anyone, what I always say to anyone when they listen to my podcast, but remember, I'm playing a character. The old, um... The old, I'm playing a character trick. Yeah, <laughs> like I jumps just... Yeah, I'd like everyone to know I'm playing a miserable, grumpy, angry man who wants to see the world burn. It's not... A deep-seated hatred within my soul. <laughs> I've never Eats been away at me at night. Ever. You wanted to kill Jessica Peterson? Oh, yeah. Apart from that. Who's she? Hey, he's that black dude who's the, he's oh, the, the alpha male. Steady. <laughs> that person... Oh, him. him. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I don't want to kill him. I'd slap him about a bit. <laughs> and take the mickey out of his voice to his face. Yeah. While slapping him. Proper old-school bullying yeah. stuff. Maybe flush his head in the toilet. <laughs> and then kick him up the arse. It doesn't look good though in this day and age, two white blokes beating up an elderly black man, does it? Does it? Yeah, it doesn't look great, does <laughs> it? man with cloth as well. <laughs> He's not a man with cloth. He'll be touching cloth when I finish. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 he'll just shout himself, Gaz. Will have repeatedly kicked up the arse at any time just to shoot himself. His bowels exploding. Yeah. <laughs> While we're repeatedly flushing the. Toilet down on his head. Uh, yeah, beer man. <laughs> He's a beer man now, Jesse. Yeah, beer, beer man. What did you say, Jesse? Yeah. Bang! <laughs> <Man, it's, laughs> hang on, you put him in a moment. What did you say, Jesse? You're a beta male. Oh, wow, you fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> Smack him again. <laughs> there we go. Back to where we were, that's all I'm just saying. Bang! Bang! Yeah, next one, Mike. The interview goes well there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the politician Telford needs or dessert. No, I'm not the politician Telford. Fuck you! Can't even get it. <laughs> I'm the politician Telford needs. Fuck me. Sixty-two percent of Americans surveyed in 2019 would like second breakfast to be an official meal. Doesn't <laughs> surprise me. <laughs> The chainsaw was invented to assist with difficult childbirths. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> what? Caesareans, bro. That's not a caesarean. That's not a surgical procedure. A chainsaw is at least surgical thinking of how. I imagine it was a smaller version, maybe. Fucking hell. Oh, I hope they didn't just jab it up her tummy. <laughs> I'm a bit sceptical of that fact. So am I. But this sauce is never normally wrong, but... We'll see. 
According to a recent study, human misery peaks at age 47.2. Oh, great. Fuck, fuck that. I know. So this, I haven't been the most miserable I will be. Yeah, because at 47, think about it, like, we're going on, man, we're all three years or 40, or two years or 40, <coughs> in Mark's case. Oh, shit. And then it's like, wait, imagine what's going to be, that's going to be amplified in 50. Mm. You'll come to terms with your 40s. You'll come to terms with it eventually. You know what? So 40, still, still fairly young. Still, I still got it. And then, so you're 50, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm in parent territory. I'm in, I'm in grandparent territory now. I think um, I think once you hit 47 and you start going old, I think the, the shits you give, you care. You know, shits you give a less, aren't they? Yeah. You don't care as much. I've already started. We've seen that, Gaz. We've seen that many times. <laughs> you know, I'm just old before my time. I'm, I'm surprised a, you still turn up, to be honest. I've got a wise head. <laughs> An old head on young shoulders. Must be it. Yeah. 66% of cat owners would rather spend time with their cat than their friends. That explains your, your hermit-like status. There we go. And you, Gaz. They are pretty awesome. Also doesn't say much about your personality when I put the cat to you. <laughs> he loved me, that cat, when I was his surrogate father for a week when I went after your flat. He loved me. He loved the food you gave him. No, because one day he didn't have his tuna. He had some chips instead. <laughs> chips? <laughs> The cat chips. Did he eat the chips? Eventually. <laughs> chips? Why are you feeding my cat chips? Because I got a bag of chips and there was too many, so I just threw up three or four chips in his bowl and put the rest in the microwave. Is it idiot. fucking cat? They don't eat carbs. He did. Well, well I know they will. Yeah. I put fresh food for him doing every day. Chips. That's that one day. Just giving the next day a fucking steak and kidney pie. <laughs> to be fair, his favourite mushy peas. <laughs> wow. He goes mad over mushy peas. I'd hate to see his shit the next day. <laughs> I know, yeah, don't give it to him often. <laughs> wow. Anyone? <laughs> yeah, the first iPhone virus was the Ikey worm, which infected thousands of Australian iPhones. Its only function was to change the phone's wallpaper to a picture of Rick Astley. Oh. <laughs> That's fantastic. Mass rickrolling. Yeah. And the last one, people who grew up watching black and white TVs are significantly... More conservative? Significantly more likely to dream in black and white. No way. I only dream in black and white. Was a maiden track? It's off uh, Brave New World, isn't it? Yeah. Dream of Mirrors. That's it. Dream of Mirrors. Excellent song. Yeah. I might have tracked that on the way home. I think we should put it after we finished. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I've been Ben. Thanks for listening, and thank you to all our new uh, followers. Don't do the flavour aid, and don't join a cult. I have been Gaz. Thank you very much. Free Biff Tannen, and good night. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you.